Hello, I'm John Schofield, and today I'm going to be talking to Anne Seaton, veterinary manager, about SRUC veterinary services and the role it plays as part of SRUC. So, Anne, in a nutshell, what role does SRUC veterinary services play? Thanks, John. So, um, vet services um, has a variety of roles, but I guess one of our key things is... Um, and our key history is around supporting farmers uh, and veterinary practices um, to uh, tackle infectious disease. Um, and uh, that sort of history that's been going on for decades. So we use post-mortem uh, examinations and laboratory testing to diagnose uh, disease and to investigate disease problems. Um, based in part on that work, uh, we provide disease surveillance for the Scottish Government uh, and that's across the range of livestock species, so um, cattle, sheep, pigs, um, various miscellaneous species, uh, poultry, game birds as well. Um, but a key part of that surveillance as well as just the testing um, is relationships that we have with uh, vets in practice and with our farming clients. Um, so there's a key bit around um, investigating uh, problems and investigating um, when things have gone wrong. But also another big part of what we do is uh, running the health schemes. Um, so helping farmers produce healthy, sustainable uh, livestock. We've got a wide range of customers, so practices uh, and farmers, and that's within uh, Scotland and the rest of uh, GB and Northern Ireland. But we also work directly with uh, breed societies, um, with other laboratories, with pharmaceutical companies, biotech companies, um, as well, so um, a, a range of customers on the livestock side. We also serve as companion animal um, practices, um, run a quality assurance scheme for uh, companion animal practices uh, and uh, provide leading CPD to veterinary practitioners. Um, so it's a wide range of uh, services that we provide and that's... Um, that's great, no, really, thank me. you very much. Um, and in terms of how you operate, then uh, you know where where SIUC Vet Services is based. Uh, you know how many staff do you have? Can can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, sure. So we're basically we're based across Scotland, and that's um, in terms of our uh, disease surveillance and relationship with our practices. That's one of the one of our key elements. Um, so uh, we've got post mortem um, sites in Aberdeen, St Boswells, and Dumfries. Um, there's also a post-mortem site that's uh, run in conjunction with Glasgow School of Veterinary Medicine. Um, and there's that and that is in, just uh, at their uh, campus. Um, there's a post-mortem room in Thurso and that's supported by the local practice. Uh, and we carry out some post-mortems, not on livestock species, but uh, companion animals, um, wild animals, wild birds um, at Pentland Science Park, just outside Edinburgh. Um, and there's three surveillance surveillance hubs um, that VIO is maintaining the contacts with the practices and the farmers in Perth, Inverness and Ayr. The main testing facility we have, the Vetman Analytical Laboratories, is co-located with the Morden Research Institute, which is um, very useful in collaboration there at the Pentland Science Park. Overall, we've got... Um, uh, there's around 120 staff with about 23 vets, um, 50 scientists. We also have a bee officer, people involved in the animal health uh, planning, data managers, etc. Um, the uh, and the team that uh, teams supporting the 
submission and registration of the health scheme samples and also the clinical pathology samples. Um, so quite a wide range, uh, quite a geographical distribution and a variety of different um, expertise and professions involved. Thank you. And uh, in terms of the t- testing itself, um, what is offered by SIUC Veterinary Services? Yeah, again, quite a range. So not only do, do we um, carry out testing on veterinary samples from livestock and companion animals, but we also carry out testing on soils, feeds, organic wastes um, in the chemistry section. So in the veterinary analytical laboratory, um, we've got experienced teams working in um, molecular biology, serology, chemistry, biochemistry, microbiology, parasitology and histopath. Um, they're primarily um, involved in analysing veterinary samples with the chemistry team um, dealing more with the, the, the non-veterinary samples. In addition, there's the, 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 the VSA team, which are essentially the sample reception and processing um, at uh, VAL. There's a team at St Boswell's who are um, uh, registering the health scheme samples and um, team in Pentland Science Park that's involved with the uh, ClinPath uh, and soils, etc. coming in there. Yeah, and I think it's just uh, worth mentioning that the um, the majority of the, the work that's carried out um, is uh, UCAS accredited, um, given that sort of level of uh, rigour and quality assurance um, that we need for our test results. Great, thank you. And uh, can you tell us about the livestock disease surveillance side of what you do? Yeah, sure. So it, that's all, it's always been a um, key function of um, vet services over time to provide that um, uh, disease surveillance. And the reason that, that, that uh, government need it is uh, in order to give assurances about disease freedom, uh, to permit international trade and it's uh, a lot of it's also about um, uh, awareness of new or emerging conditions um, as well as um, assessment of potential risks um, both in the livestock population um, and in relation to human health. Um, So SRUC provides expert advice on um, the surveillance uh, infrastructure in place um, and it's increasingly important because um, with uh, climate change um, in particular um, it's already altering patterns of disease that, that is seen so we need to take a very proactive way to a proactive approach to assessing uh, the surveillance that we've got in place um, to make sure that we can um, protect the uh, livestock health in the country so there's uh, disease invest as I said already disease investigations um, carried out in carcasses and that's really underpinned disease surveillance work for for a long time. Um, there's very strong networks amongst um, the uh, scientists and the vets within um, SRUC vet services and um, colleagues in APHA um, and elsewhere in um, GB and elsewhere in Europe um, that provides um, a very a comprehensive early warning system of um, an intelligence-based system of um, a disease, changing disease patterns or potential risks. The other thing that we're increasingly doing is looking at um, data to provide us with um, uh, surveillance because um, there are blind spots in that sort of traditional post-mortem and sample-based um, approach. And we're increasingly looking at uh, data and syndromic surveillance um, 
and the Veterinary Surveillance, Surveillance Intelligence Unit um, that's been developed uh, with colleagues in uh, the Centre for Epidemiology and Planetary Health, CEF, in Inverness. Um, we're looking to create a, a resilient uh, infrastructure um, that builds not only on the um, power of the networks and infrastructure we have in place, but goes beyond that to areas that that traditional type of disease surveillance um, is less good at, um, where it's less good at picking up signals. Um, so it never stands still. Um, uh, and it's, a, a at this point, um, particular emphasis on getting into um, uh, and utilising that data that will give us um, early early warnings or uh, potential uh, signals about incidents that are occurring so we can then investigate them. Thank you. Um, so w- when it comes to things like uh, innovation, research and development, how important is that to the role of SIUC veterinary services? It's yeah, it's a good question because it's, it's critical because yeah, we can't we yeah. can't stand still. Diagnostic um, uh, techniques um, and disease patterns are uh, uh, are always changing, and we're always looking for new ways to tackle invest in infectious disease in livestock. Um, there's a history of uh, developing tests and, and processes as well uh, to enable us to handle um, samples efficiently and to able uh, to enable us to uh, diagnose to get better diagnostics of infectious disease um, and deal with um, a condition, new conditions that have, uh, as, they, as they get identified. Um, and there's often collaboration with the Morden Research Institute in that uh, they are often uh, involved in the initial development of disease uh, diagnostics before they move over uh, to us um, uh, to run on a, on a larger scale. And in terms of scale, one of the key things that... Um, or two of the key things that have happened over time is uh, the introduction of robotics uh, in, t- in handling samples because that's that's meant that we can um, handle the, the throughput uh, in the most efficient way and developing pooled testing. Both of those things have meant that um, the competitiveness of what we're, what we're doing can be maintained and we, we can actually handle the throughputs the, that we are presented with because it's up to um, three quarters of a million samples goes through the vet services labs per annum um, so yeah we need to uh, develop ways of handling that um, don't rely on uh, individual pipetting of samples which um, just not be practical clearly in those circumstances mm-hmm. uh, just recent examples of the changes that um, are ongoing is um, Gareth and his team in um, chemistry have uh, set up a new um, analyzer um, which um, gives us a bit of resilience and also gives us a little bit, wee, wee bit more speed in terms of the um, testing of soils. Um, and the serology team have um, a, taken on taken in-house um, sheep scab Eliza. Um, so we're always looking to uh, develop things, but um, yeah, fundamentally, vet service is about is about a lot more than just um, providing the test results and the interpretations. So. We've also been involved for quite a while um, in various ways with um, researchers, some within SRUC, some out with SRUC. Um, it's something we're looking to build, um, but we already we have a good, strong place to build from um, because there are very good connections between um, members of 
uh, our team and uh, others within SRUC. Um, there's also increasingly um, collaboration and uh, working either just as a, a commercial arrangement where we're carrying out tests for others, but you know, working with um, other research organisations. So Biotangents, for example, who are also based in the Pentland Science Park, uh, we've been assisting uh, them, both the molecular team and the microbiology team, have been assisting them uh, in developing of um, their diagnostic techniques based more on the our ability to carry out post-mortems and the coverage of the country. We've also worked with um, SASA to to support their project to provide them with a post-mortem work um, when they were investigating lamb predation um, and uh, a potential involvement of various species in lamb predation. Another thing that is really great value that we see um, within SRUC and beyond is, is our contacts uh, with practices and um, farmers, which can mean that researchers can get a lot more imp impact from what they are doing by uh, because we can use these, leverage these contacts. Um, there are a lot of both practitioners and farmers who are um, more than happy to get involved in various um, projects and investigations, um, you know, particularly when it's something that uh, is of interest to them. And we very often have these contacts that um, that we can use. Um, beyond that, um, we've got uh, large quantities of stored data um, around the testing and around the health schemes, that um, uh, historical data. Um, we've also got things like the pathogen bank, um, where we have bacteria uh, stored on beads um, that can be used and is being used. Um, Jeff Foster has, has taken that forward to ensure that we've got a um, strong resource there that can be accessed um, for people investigating different um, bacteria. So, yeah, I, a lot of connections and um, a lot of assets that we have that would be valued to within SRUC and elsewhere. Excellent. So obviously you've talked about um, in, input from the industry there, but when it comes back to sharing knowledge mm. and expertise to help to help the industry, uh, how does vet services achieve that? Yeah, and it's, I think that's the again one. It's, it's also one of the key parts. It's um, is that uh, the the link back out um, uh, as well. So there's a there's the um, ongoing day to day interactions that um, VIOs have. Um, we have a system of duty vets, so we've got um, uh, our vets available uh, on the phone to discuss. Um, either sample results or I guess more crisply you know in, in investigations so, so, and support um, practitioners with their investigations um, so the knowledge that they have they are using that on a day-to-day -day basis uh, to in, uh, inform the conversations with uh, our uh, practitioners we also focus on getting that the um, messages back out from the surveillance messages from um, the work we've done getting those back out to uh, practitioners through that's through newsletters. One of the things we've done um, traditionally has been uh, with uh, meetings and practice visits. The other thing that's obviously become far more um, uh, common, uh, particularly sort of pushed on by the pandemic, was using webinars. And we run a series, of, it's usually at least one a month, uh, of webinars and passing that information back out to the um, uh, to the practices, uh, usually based around specific um, disease issues. Um, can be also about uh, disease trends or changes in diagnostics or um, discussion around control strategies. So there's also part of the, uh, the cycle uh, that's involved with the with the surveillance is also in these conversations that, we're, that the, the guys are having with uh, the practitioners is intelligence gathering that all feeds into um, 
uh, an understanding of the pattern of diseases that are um, uh, as they're occurring and whether things are changing on the sort of more formal um, structured side. Um, Vet Services also runs a series of veterinary CPD courses. Um, so we've got uh, courses on infectious diseases that uh, so we can use the, the, the um, expertise that we um, have and the particular expertise that our VIOs have within diagnostics um, to present that to practitioners in these courses on um, infectious diseases in sheep, cattle, this, we also call the health planning, managing respiratory disease, um, parasite control in uh, sheep and cattle. This are, are the current ones that we that, that we have, um, and it's not all about um, practitioners because we also are involved in uh, teaching, um, so teaching and apprenticeships, um, and education in a in a variety of ways. So we've we're involved in teaching SRUC students, uh, both um, FE and undergrads. Um, around with about livestock disease um, and the scientific staff are also um, involved in uh, apprenticeships this week with um, apprentices coming from local high schools um, and getting the opportunity to work alongside the experts in our labs to be exposed to that work um, and learn so it's a broad range that that we do provide and there is probably more that we can can be provided in that area as well and I think, for, I guess, um, one of the other key links that we have there is a, is with consulting colleagues um, and the Farmers Advisory Service. So um, our uh, team are very often involved in presenting material to uh, farmers, whether that be through Fast TV or events on farms, etc. So, yeah, the, the, the bottom line is that um, uh, the, the greatest asset, asset that we have uh, that we have across vet services is our people because the the enthusiasm they have for what they do and the drive to make a difference to uh, livestock farmers uh, in the wider rural economy in Scotland and beyond that is uh, one of our major assets. Um, we really do have a very good team of uh, scientists, vets and sports staff across vet services. Right, thank you very much. That's um, Yeah, that's a fantastic overview of, um, of the whole of veterinary services. Uh, so yeah, I'd just like to say uh, thanks very much for your time and for explaining all of that. Thank you.